You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators and this is The Food Code. Welcome to another episode of The Food Code. I feel like we say this every time. Are we supposed to? I don't know. People know that they're listening to The Food Code. That's true. I mean, true. you picked this podcast, so maybe we'll stop after this episode. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, what's the proper uh, podcast? I welcome have got, back. Yeah. Welcome I, back. I have gotten a lot of nice compliments from people about the podcast and mm-hmm. our sound and just that we play off each other really well. So well, that's nice. Thank you for those nice... when you like people. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Um, so little tip or trick before we even get started today, we're talking about fat loss and the truth, the ugly truth mm. about fat loss. Maybe that's what we'll title Nobody it. Nobody wants to um, tell you the truth that no one wants to tell you because they want your money. Uh, but Liz and I had both have been on Costco runs recently. If you follow me on Instagram, I went to Costco last week for the first time in like months because I avoided it like the plague with everything going on, um, until it calmed down. But I saw Liz had these by the BAI drinks, um, they're lemonade flavors for summertime and they look delicious and they are delicious. I will say they're a little sweet. Yeah. I like to mix mine with sparkling water. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I would sh- definitely see that. Yeah. Um, I like the refreshers too. So I had Liz get me a case of those. We do like this thing where when Liz goes grocery shopping at places that I don't normally go, she buys me things. And when I go to places, she doesn't normally go. I buy her things. <laughs> I think our husbands also think we're very strange because <laughs> art's like, why can't you just go to Costco? Or I'm like, <gasps> Well, I don't know. I don't need to go there this week for two <laughs> things. But the problem is, like, then I go and I ended up buying $150 worth of stuff. I know. I bought over $200 worth of yeah. stuff. So but I did get a lot of stuff. You did. I need to now be much more efficient, though, because we're moving. And I'm really bad at just buying random things and then having a ton of food. And I'm having slight anxiety around the process of not being having a home of my own for two weeks because we close. And then we don't close on our new home for two weeks after that so i'm gonna be living with my parents and nick's parents and i'm getting a little nervous <laughs> the good thing is between your bagged salads mm-hmm. and some of the other yeah. stuff you're kind of like staples it's gonna be more dinners those are like easier things yeah. to prep and keep on hand um yeah dinner's tough especially when there's so many people in the house and then everybody wants something different i know, I know. Um, luckily they, my parents eat healthy my in-laws eat healthy so yeah your mother-in-law so she worked with me in that challenge she's she, lost so much weight looks phenomenal she's continued to lose weight yeah yeah okay so the buy fives are awesome i like to put them in a wine glass with a little bit of sparkling water Mm -hmm. like club soda or something it makes me feel like i'm having a drink when i'm not having a drink um so i kind of like tricking my brain there but they're delicious and they only have like i think one gram of sugar yeah um because i believe it's all natural so that's our tip or trick for you today now we're going to dive into the truth about fat loss it's I'm surprised we haven't truth. talked about I this know, before. Right? So. I feel like we have pits and pieces of it before, but like this is something that we have to talk with our clients about when we, you know, work with a new client because I think that people think that losing weight is going to be like a pinch, easy. Well, because they see all of the infomercials mm-hmm. that make it look really easy, or like drink apple cider vinegar and detox tea, and all of a sudden <laughs> apple you just. Cider vinegar. Lose all this weight. Okay, apple cider vinegar totally has benefits for digestion, drinking it before your meals. But it is not 
a miracle. It shouldn't Nor be your anything. meal replacement in the morning. Apple cider vinegar with cayenne and lemon. The Beyonce. It wasn't the Beyonce it was drink. The, it, I think it's been called the ultimate cleanse. But when I did it, I was I was referring it. I found it and it was called the Beyonce diet at the time. Because so, Beyonce drank this drink and she. Yeah, she got stage ready. Of course she did. She also probably had a team of 15 people helping her. That's what I was going to say. They <laughs> failed to tell you all the other things that she did to get stage ready. Like including herself and a personal a, chef, a personal, personal trainer, trainer, you know, personal assistant so that she got to sleep a lot. Anyways, um, so we're going to talk to you a little bit about what to expect when you go on this journey of fat loss and some things that the body tends to do as well that makes it harder over time and then easier (laughs) to regain the weight, Mm -hmm. which is, I think, a situation that many of us have experienced. Absolutely. And I think it's important to understand how your body adapts, which we've talked about in other episodes. We can link it in the show notes. But when you take these huge pendulum swings where you're going to go into this really crazy calorie deficit, I'm talking like 800 to 1,000 calories, and you're going to starve yourself and you're going to deprive your body of nutrients, and then you're at the same time going to start doubling your output. So now Mm -hmm. your deficit is like 1,500 to 2,000 calories, right? Your body has to adapt. Yeah. Okay. So yes, you can lose fat loss that way. Is it healthy or sustainable? The answer is no. On the flip side, when you feel so tired, so fatigued, so done with that restriction and the pendulum swings the opposite way, you actually create new fat cells. And so if you've been a yo-yo dieter and you're wondering why every time it gets harder and harder to lose weight, it's because you've continued to create new fat cells as you've swung the pendulum the opposite way because your body cannot digest those calories and process that. The number of fat cells in a person's body only goes one direction. That is up. Up. Okay. I mean, here's the thing. Fat cell number increases through childhood and adolescence and usually stabilizes in adulthood. But here's the other thing that we need to talk about is that obese people tend to have more fat cells than those who are not. And several studies have shown and seen an increase in fat cell number with weight gain following weight loss. Mm -hmm. So when you see that rebound effect, you are building not only the current fat cells that you have, but new ones as well which then makes it harder when you go in the opposite direction. Yep. So let's talk about why that happens. I mean, your body's job, as we've talked about a hundred times, is to keep you alive. And so when you're in this deficit and it's chasing homeostasis, what's happening is that the, the fat cell number is increased, not decreased, because your body's drive to regain the weight after weight loss. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is by Dr. Christy Spalding. She's a cell biologist um, at the Karolinska Institute in Sweden. I can't even say that word right. I don't know why you tried to say that. <laughs> I don't know why I tried to say that word. Um, but anyway, so she's talking here about how when you go on these journeys to losing weight and then you regain it, your body is creating new fat cells. Okay. Um, and it's it's more than just storing fat. Um, you're going to secrete proteins and hormones that affect energy and metabolism. Yeah. So, so it's a whole host of things here that can get really sciencey. Yep. The theory behind this is basically that as you as you basically create those fat cells and they lessen in size when you lose weight, there's a theory that these smaller cells now actually start to send signals to increase appetite and fat mm-hmm. storage. So your body's constantly working against you guys. It's like it, it sucks. 
but it's the truth, which is why so many of us struggle with this journey and which is why we wanted to do this episode to talk not only about the science behind what's going on, but also just like the real life shit that you deal with when you're on a diet because it sucks, guys. It's not all rainbows and butterflies. Like you don't get to, I'm sorry, intuitive eater diet world. You don't get to eat whatever you want and lose weight. Mm. It doesn't work like that. But I thought it, if it fits my macros, it's it okay. My ma- no, I'm sorry, guys. It doesn't work like that, okay? <laughs> Losing weight is purposefully restricting your body of energy. You are purposefully depriving yourself. So there's going to be some negative side effects, you guys. Like, yes, it can be done in much healthier ways and much smarter ways, which we'll talk about at the end. But it gets harder to lose weight the longer you try and do it and the yep. more times you've gone through that yo-yoing. So we want to talk a little bit about what's normal to experience when you are going through fat loss. What to expect when you go into a cut phase. Yes. Okay. We use a cycle or we use a method called periodization where essentially we're cycling you in and out of calorie. (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. That was real loud. (laughs) Um, In and out of calorie deficits and then back up to your maintenance. Mm -hmm. So we call that week metabolism restoration week. Okay. So one, we like this because it gives you a little bit of a mental break Mm -hmm. and you can kind of, I call them like sprints. Okay. So if I can go on a 14 day sprint where I'm disciplined, I know there's going to be things, you know, that are going to suck along the way in the next 14 days. If I just make it to that 15th day, then I get to go back up to my maintenance intake, get a little bit more food, refeed my body. And then, you know, obviously biofeedback starts to respond and life is good again. So what do these things look like? Number one, you're going to be hungry. If you are in a calorie deficit, you should be hungry. And again, I want to preface this too by saying, your hunger and satiety hormones should also be firing. If they're not firing, you're not in a place physically where you should even be trying to cut because your hormones are out of whack. Yeah. You should get your hunger signals. You shouldn't just say like, I never feel hungry, so I never eat. Yes, that's not a good sign. That's not, not something all. to be proud of, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're also probably going to be more tired. Mm-hmm. And this might come in spells. This might be like some days you feel totally fine, mm-hmm. but other days you're just going to feel deprived because guess what? You are. Okay, we are purposefully depriving the body in an effort to lose body fat. And so you will be tired. We recommend during cuts to focus a ton on sleep Mm -hmm. so that you are getting seven to eight hours of sleep minimum so that your body can recover and be able to function for you as optimally as possible while you're in this calorie deficit. And going for walks, not maybe trying to do crazy intense. Maybe cutting back a little bit on the workout intensity or, or frequency or volume. Yeah. Whatever. So walking is not as stressful um, it's actually much more beneficial for you mm-hmm. than hit or just other. I'm sorry to all cardio. those people that I made fun of 10 years ago when I said walking was not exercise. So there's a lady who walks in our neighborhood and she's super cute. Okay. She walks like fully clothed with a, um, head wrap, yep. like bandana on her head. Cause she doesn't want to, uh, She's African-American lady. Yep. Okay. So let me just painting this picture here for you. Um, she doesn't want to get darker, right? Yeah. I remember my friend, Natalie, I love her to death. She always used to wear uh, a Walmart sack on her head to cover her, <laughs> <laughs> to cover her hair. But also, you know, they just don't want to get yeah. darker. Okay. So anyways, she's super cute. She walks and she has the like hand weights mm-hmm. and she does like the arm raises yep, as yep. she's walking. But I can tell she's got her headphones in because she's just jamming. And Dude, I love there's it. There's a lady that walks by us and Nick goes, it's the dancer again. Cause she walks by her house and just dances as she's walking i love that and i'm like don't make fun of her she's enjoying life right now rock on lady (laughs) keep doing that i i admire her here's the thing guys bottom line walk move more move your body it's gonna make it easier yeah because this is gonna be hard Mm -hmm. that's the next part 
This is going to be hard. You are probably going to notice temptation a lot more than you did when you weren't dieting. It's like when you buy a car, a white car, and then all of a sudden everyone around you has white cars. Everyone like, at this house right now has a white car. Yeah, this is very <laughs> true. We have five white cars outside. Um, but no, seriously, like, so when you do buy something, then you start to notice that, oh, yes. other people have this too, yep. right? And so it's the same thing when you say like, oh, I can't have cake this week. Oh, magically, there has to be cake on Friday at work. Or and on so, TV or yeah. everywhere you look, there's cake. Yeah. So, so just know that you're going to be faced with a little bit more of temptation. And this is the time where, again, you kind of have to have these mental discipline moments. Yep. Um, you practice that discipline. You build that discipline muscle. You know that you're making it through 14 days. Yep. Then you're going to go into your maintenance restoration week. And during that week, cake is fine. Cake is fine. So... You need to be mentally and physically ready. This is a conversation we have with all of our clients before we go into a cut phase. Do you feel ready for this? Do you feel ready to take on this challenge? Because it is a challenge. Like we've talked about, all of these things are going to be negative things that you're feeling and having to kind of deal with that. And so this is something we work a lot in metabolic prehab with our clients on facing the mental side of weight loss and body dysmorphia and you know your relationship with food and all these things and how you're exactly good or bad person because of the foods that you chose so that's a huge piece of this and we focus a lot on that with our clients because weight loss can be not only challenging physically but mentally like Mm -hmm. you you're expecting certain things because you're making all these sacrifices it may not work out exactly as you want it to because the body's complex and so we have a very serious conversation with our clients before they go into a cut and asking them like are you ready for this are you ready for this challenge because if you are in a time of high stress if you are in a time that works crazy and your priorities are maybe not where they would be best for a cut maybe it's not the best time and that's okay too and so I think that the the mental readiness and the physical readiness are very important to understand because like Liz was saying and then we were saying in the beginning you have to be healthy Mm -hmm. to lose weight You cannot, your body will not do it if it feels threatened. And so threats come from stress. They come from calorie, long-term calorie deficits. Mm -hmm. They come from, you know, the body not having what it needs to thrive. And so we need to understand that even if you might be mentally ready because you're ready to lose weight, your body might not be ready. And that's another avenue. There's a lot of times where people think they're mentally ready to lose weight, but they don't understand exactly what we're talking about here of if you're really ready to lose weight, you're going to have to really buckle down. Yes. You're going to have to dial things in. Yep. You're going to have to walk. You're going to have to weigh and measure your food. You're going to have to meal prep. You're you know, the there's effort. You there's work. You're going to feel like a lot of days. Mm-hmm. And you just do it because you have a goal that's bigger than that moment. Yep. And that's hard. It's hard to see long term. And I think that's probably one of the main reasons most people struggle is because it's that immediate gratification of the cake mm-hmm. or whatever it might be. Versus that long-term gratification of what you actually want. Because it makes you feel good in the moment. Totally. You know, and especially if things aren't going the way that you thought they were, which is the next one here, (laughs) that loss is not linear. Mm -mm. I don't care who you saw on what magazine, that does not tell you their story, okay? Because Becca and I both have had weight loss journeys. I've taken mine twice. I lost the weight, then I gained it back. It was never straight down. No. It was, okay, plateau, maybe go back up a little bit, then down, dip a little bit, then plateau. You know, it's like you're going to have these like dips and then maybe some plateaus and some dips and some plateaus. And that's honestly ideally what you want if you're doing it in Mm -hmm. a long-term sustainable manner. Um, But when you think that it's just going to be linear and down, 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 or you think that the rate of loss is going to be the same as it was in the beginning, 
and it's not, you get upset, you get frustrated, you get disappointed. And so fuck it. Why does it matter anyway? I'm going to go enjoy this weekend and I'll find another diet to start next week. Exactly. I say that because I did that. I know that I Mm -hmm. lived that. Okay. And so you have to really understand that just because you plateau on the scale for a couple of weeks, it doesn't mean that you're not still losing fat. No guys a week. And we had this conversation in our plateau episode. A week is not a plateau. Two weeks isn't a plateau. Hell, three weeks might not even be a plateau. Like there are changes that can be happening in terms of biofeedback, how your digestion, how you're feeling, sleep quality, all of those things, body composition change, like all of those things are happening. And you might not see them on the scale, but they could still be happening. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, like Liz was mentioning, there's going to be dips and there's going to be, you know, ebbs and flows. And then one day you're going to wake up and you're going to be like, wow. I've changed. It just clicks, right? It just happens. And you might not notice it along the way, but you get to a place where you're like, you're looking back at old photos and you're like, wow, my body has truly changed. And sometimes it takes that looking back to see, you know, how far you've actually come. Um, But it is never going to be linear, nor is it ever linear anywhere in life ever. Mm, Okay. In business, in, you know, sports in accomplishments, like no one just had an easy road the whole way. In love. Your your love is not just straight up. You guys, <laughs> your love just, is all over the place. <laughs> God, it's like I think about entrepreneurship. I feel like most it's linear in the opposite direction. <laughs> like it's always going down some days, but it's just like it, it's never going to be an easy path yeah. because then everyone would be able to do it and no one would struggle with it. Guys, it's For not sure. going to be easy. And the last thing, it's not going to be what you expect. Nope. And I think we already touched on this in a number of ways. But I think that this can be a very, very good thing because there Mm -hmm. are so many lessons to be learned inside the journey, which we're going to talk more about on Monday. There are so many lessons here inside of your lifestyle transformation change that you can't even imagine that are going to happen. It's like when we start with new clients and we ask them all these different questions and they go Mm -hmm. through our intake form and we're diving into different things that they say they're kind of like, whoa, I thought this was just about food or just about how much I'm supposed to eat or nutrition, right? But yet we're getting into emotional, psychological, mm-hmm. you know, food beliefs, mindset, all kinds of things because it's all intertwined. It's all interconnected. And there are a million ripple effects yes. between what you put into your mouth and how your body utilizes it for fuel, how you feel, your health, all of those things. Yeah. So fat loss isn't necessarily the funnest thing to do. Mm-mm. It's made to look sexy in the media. It's made to look easy in the tabloids. And we want you to know that because it's not for you, you are not alone. No. That's why we have our podcast. No, guys, not at all. To tell you the truth. So there's some things that we can give you some insights as to how we make this a little bit easier for people, how to make it a little bit more enjoyable for people mm-hmm. um, and allow them to sustain through it for longer periods of time to be able to get people to their goals. So like Liz was mentioning, we do kind of the sprint cuts. Um, it's also known as like matador cycling. And this can be different in terms of how long you're on a cut versus how long you're in a maintenance But it helps not only mentally for people to be able to get through those two weeks and then you get a break per se, um, but it also helps hormonally and metabolically for, you know, preventing severe adaptation to be happening in a negative way. Um, And we do our best to focus on other things than Mm -hmm. the scale. We talk about this Uh, all the time, but we will say it again. But we know, we know that the scale is still frustrating. Yeah, it sucks. You know, I told Becca the other day, I'm going to throw my scale in the pond behind my house. Like it's just (laughs) really. I haven't stepped on the scale in weeks. Yeah. I did do, do not it care. for a month and it was really empowering. Yeah. Um, so 
it's important that you understand the scale is one measure. Mm-hmm. It is not the measure. So this is why I believe photos are so, so important. Yep. Take a photo every single week in the same outfit, in the same lighting. Don't do it in a dark corner of your house. Selfie with a half mirror. Like, right. Gosh, you you can't us. see those <gasps> changes. You need to see, and you need to do it in a sports bra and, you know, you know. swimsuit, pant, underwear, whatever. You cannot see what's happening under a t-shirt. Like I have had clients send me t-shirt photos and I'm like, well, I mean, the shirt looks a little baggier, but I don't really know what's going on. So take photos. If you don't want to share them with other people, that's totally fine. But, you know, take them for yourself. Also take body composition measurements. If you're training in the gym, track your strength progress because that's a super empowering feeling when you're getting stronger in the gym, you're lifting better, you're moving better, you're recovering better. All of those things are huge wins. Yeah, absolutely. And also it's okay if you need to take a break. Mm -hmm. And this is something we, you know, we track biofeedback for this mainly, but also sometimes like you can just sense it in a client's Mm -hmm. email that they're like, they're really done or drained from it, or they're just like really struggling to stay on top of it. Adherence. Adherence is is starting to waver. And you didn't fail because you need a break. Like you didn't fail the program or the diet because you couldn't do it for another week. Like sometimes your body needs a break or mentally you need a break. Mm. And it's okay to do that as long as that break doesn't look like you spiraling Mm. in the other direction. And that's where you create those new fat cells. So if you do that, because you swing that pendulum from restrict to binge, restrict to binge, right? So this break is more of just like, okay, I'm going to keep going with my habits. Maybe I'm not going to be tracking all my food or I'm tracking my food, but I'm not necessarily trying to hit certain numbers. I'm just Mm -hmm. eating to how I feel. We don't love the term eating intuitively because you really need to know food inside and out. There's a step before that. Yeah. (laughs) So, but Know that it's okay to take these breaks and it's okay even if you're reverse dieting to take some breaks from doing that. Um, And most importantly here is plan some of these breaks, maybe around some of your parties, events, Things that would be really, really hard and kind of almost detrimental for you to not enjoy. Yeah. Because that can be, like we've talked about it before. Sometimes progress is, you know, saying no, but sometimes progress is saying yes. And being okay with saying yes and not beating yourself up over it. Um, and the last thing we make sure we do is just track the biofeedback. Mm-hmm. Like this allows us to know if the body needs a break, even if you feel like you can keep going mentally. If you've stopped pooping every day, if you're not sleeping well at night, if you feel awful in the gym, if you're losing sex drive, like super all, tired. Yep. All of those are things that are bad signs that yeah. the body is starting to adapt in a negative way and it probably needs a break and some more intake. And ladies out there, I would say with your biofeedback, you want to make sure that you're tracking your cycle, your menstrual cycle, um, because you know there are certain times of the month, specifically around ovulation and your period time, where you might see a little bit of water retention on the scale. And you might feel puffy or bloated or, you know, cravings, uh, maybe a little bit of backup in your system and you're more constipated. So make sure that you're looking at that as well, because that can be very insightful. Um, I love Dr. Brighton. She talks about, you know, your period is basically your monthly report card. And so that is something that I also look at with my female clients of, okay, you're super, super tired today. Where are you at? Oh, I'm ovulating. Well, that makes a lot of sense that you're really tired. So, um, you know, I think it's just important for the ladies out there to listen to that. And, you know, a really easy way to remember this biofeedback uh, is when we talked with Sam Miller 
on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the kind of the shreds model that he has. And I mm-hmm. really just like, I like acronyms. So I really like that one. Um, but that's basically your sleep, your hunger, your recovery from your training, uh, energy, R E digestion <laughs> and stress. stress. And, you know, again, as we've said before, your stress is more than just like, do I feel stress as like a blanket statement? Well, let's look at like your relationship stress, mm-hmm. your work stress, your kids stress, You've been stuck in the house stress. <laughs> like there's a lot of different stressors, like a mental and emotional. Maybe there's relationships that are broken. And honestly, when we look at people who are getting ready to go into menopause, some of these stressors from, you know, their childhood or adolescence yeah. start to show up a lot more yep. with these hormonal changes and the parts of your brain that's changing during menopause. And so like, that's another thing to consider. Like yep. there are so many things to consider here. And so we wanted to bring this to you today because we just want to be honest and real with you yeah. about you know, maybe some of the reasons why you're not able to lose weight if you've been in such a calorie deficit for 10, 15, 20 years, maybe like you might need to reverse out of it and heal your body before you can see the change and progress that you want. Yeah. So we just wanted to, you know, I know this probably wasn't the most uplifting podcast, but sometimes we need to give you guys some truths because we aren't going to be the people out there selling you the rainbows and butterflies of fat loss. It's not easy. And sometimes the body's not ready. And sometimes mentally we aren't ready. And sometimes it's not what we expect or want. And that's okay. The body is complex. The biggest goal out of all of this is to remain consistent, to improve your health, improve your relationship with food, improve your body image. And all of those things happen over time. They do not happen overnight. And so understand that as you're going through this journey, it's it's gonna be hard. That's okay. It's you can hard do for hard everyone. Things. You we can are do meant hard to do things. hard things. Okay. That is why it helps to have a coach or a community. Like metabolic prehab community is amazing. Um, it's not focused around fat loss, but it's an amazing community that's helping so many women. I'm so excited about it. Um, I am yeah. too. The the stories that were in there today, I was like, oh my gosh, you present. Like I just wish that I could meet and see everyone in person so I could give them a hug because we were there. I know we were those people Mm -hmm. and we know what it's like. So if you guys, if you have any questions, shoot us a message, um, send us an email. Our emails are in, you know, the podcast notes. We'd love to hear from you. We're happy to answer, you know, questions for you. Or, you know, if you're in a place where you're really stuck and you're looking for the next steps, you can obviously um, contact us for coaching or metabolicprehab.com. Awesome. With that, have a great Friday and we'll talk to you all on Monday. Thank you for spending your time with us. We are honored to be able to help educate you and improve your life. If you've enjoyed this, please take a screenshot, share it on Instagram and tag us at lsn.coach and leave us a five-star reading and review on iTunes as this helps us grow and reach others. So if you have any questions, feel free to shoot us a DM or an email and we will talk to you soon. Have a great day. Bye.